yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel you can have a conversation and keep yourself zoned into it when you have the headphones in. Hundred percent. Like, I'm listening to your voice and it's so loud, but it's yeah. like the only thing I hear. But it's like sick. What audio problems? that isn't Apple in it. Yeah, but it's not just that. No, I was say, I was saying um I have to record it on two separate channels. Yeah. Because I tried to do it on one channel and it wasn't picking up. I don't know why. One channel, what do you mean? Um so uh, you, I'm I'm pretty sure you guys did it as well. I I honestly don't know how to do Apple does this. That's when I decided that we should buy like a Mac even for myself. Um I think uh, what's the date now? It's uh June. I think hopefully we can get that end of August. The Mac. Oh, okay. End of August, September. End of August. That's a bit specific. End of August, September. Because I, I was telling you before. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like basically like um, as for now, I've, I've put money. Uh, either I don't know if you want to put this on the podcast, but I put money into like, um, you know, HL. If you want to buy a house, the first house. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, the buy... Uh, help the to 20, buy. You have to buy a 25% buy, scheme. Okay, yeah. So, like, I had, like, money saved up, put that 4K into that. Um, and I bought, like, I bought, like, a little more stocks, like, small, small. And then, obviously, small, small. <laughs> for bungle. But, like, um, when I come to the surgery thing, I wasn't sure I was going to do it in it. Okay. Um, and then now I've just been debating it. It's something that, for the rest of my life, it'll be sorted. Do you know when you like when you before you think about buying something and you think it's expensive or like even this market's expensive, yeah. but it's like in the future, it'll be it'll be minor like the amount. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah. Right now, I can I can buy and go ahead with the surgery, maybe like four k for my sinuses. Um, and at the moment, I'm like I'm like skinned. I'm like not all that. But um, in the future. 10 years time i wouldn't care about 4k because i know in 10 years time yeah i'll be in a good but also it's for your health right so there's i don't think you can put a price on health that kind of 100%. stuff like like we were talking about uh counseling mm-hmm. and so i think mine was was it? i think it's 30 pounds or 20 pounds an hour yeah it works out to that much right and it's easy to think oh shit that's a lot of money yeah because it's like 200 pounds for like 10 sessions but then Again, it's two hundred pounds. It's not spread. You're just thinking two hundred pounds a month. Exactly. Two hundred pounds over like a lifetime of something that's going to benefit you an immense amount. Hundred percent. It's nothing. It's minor. You know what it is as well. I think once you, um, if you have twenty problems that you're worrying about and you want to and you want to do, you want to better your life. It's impossible to start something new because you have to fix the first twenty problems. And I think money should make your life easier. It shouldn't just be just a thing that kind of show off to people, oh, I've got money. You should just use money as a tool to make your life easier yeah. by eliminating these problems. Once all your problems are gone, then you have time to then think about your next thing. Your, yeah. The next yeah. thing you want to so do exactly. in life. Like, um, I was telling Akko, I started hiring a cleaner from, for the house. Mm-hmm. So it's just once a month, right? Yeah. Because I know that I'm not going to be able to do a good job as she does mm-hmm. and she does it in three hours yeah three hours she cleans the whole house yeah just the common areas but i know for a fact that if i was going to do it it's going to take me a whole day mm-hmm. and i can't do it half as well as she does yeah and i was like it's it's fine it's an investment and also it's a selling point for 
people living in the house yeah exactly you're preserving your energy into putting that into something better like, yeah do you know what i mean most people that are successful like i heard gary v talking about like how he doesn't do anything he pays for like everything yeah so he walks around just with a phone like i'm pretty sure he has food handed to him i'm pretty sure he has coffee handed to him because in his mind when he wakes up the only thing he's thinking about is what he needs to do with like priorities he's not thinking about like cleaning he's not thinking about oh, making food or laundry yeah do you understand what i mean he's yeah i know what you mean he's like putting himself in a position where he wakes up the only problems he has is what he needs to do only he hasn't told himself he needs to do 20 different things by that point he does 20 different things like cleaning and laundry bro where, where is he gonna have the energy to then think yeah. about yeah but the important stuff but don't you think he's come from a stage where he was doing all those 20 yes, things yes yes so it's true it is easy to say that you know yeah because i i i remember he was he came on uh, flagrant and he was talking about how this money is a tool to buy your freedom mm-hmm. which it absolutely is and he was saying how like people who are absolutely broke they'll still have stuff delivered to their house yeah even though it might be like a 10 minute walk, like, walk. Yeah, yeah. that's like, yeah like i i had a friend well, I still have him. One of my friends, when he was in uni, he lived above a Tesco. Right. right? He'd order stuff online yeah. and make it and get get it delivered to his room because he's couldn't be asked to walk down. Jeez, yeah. No, I can't live like that. that that's that's not what I'm meaning. Like that's mad. That's just not that's not good. But like people people do do that. Like yeah. you you are completely right. But, I mean, it depends what you're going to replace the energy for. If you're going to replace the energy for, like, because you want to watch Netflix and stuff, like, I don't think that's ideal. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you, for instance, you you said you pay for that cleaner. I mean, you need that time to edit these podcasts. You need the time yeah. to work on your next move. You know, you want to you wanna have that energy to then be in a position where you're in a, just in a better position, isn't it? Yeah. So, in a way, it's smart to do stuff like that. I've right. always, like, told my family we should hire a cleaner in yeah. the time. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, actually, I never thought of it like that. But yeah, pro- yeah, that's something I would probably think think of doing. How much do you pay for the cleaner? Let's say it's ten pounds an hour, thirty thirty pounds per month. Yeah, like, for once a month you do that. Once a month. Imagine people pay like, like if someone pays like a. I was I was thinking about this, like a subway. A foot yeah. long is like six quid, and it. There's people that buy a foot long every day, like you know, like in lunchtime. Yeah. When you add six quid times thirty, that's like one. 120 quid in it well oh. 180 but yeah 180 quid yeah sorry yeah so that's a big chunk of money that you're wasting for food in it yeah like oh my yeah i can't understand people who do that though yeah like how are you buy it yeah i mean one that's so unhealthy to do something mm-hmm. like that and also it's such a drain on your fin- drain on you financially yeah, yeah. as well right talk to me about starting a brand what made you want to do that um starting a brand right um you know what it was i went to sixth form and i was studying chemistry biology business science all that um four subjects um and science sociology sorry yeah and the one that i liked the most was business so when i went to chemistry and biology i just couldn't enjoy what i was learning okay do you know what i mean yeah but when i was in business just learning i just felt like oh this is quite nice and 
I decided right then and then, like, yo, I'm, I might as well just do B-Tech business and just, like, focus on just business. Do you know what I mean? Because A-Levels is about four subjects, three subjects, whatever. And then I decided then just, like, kind of not go to A-Levels. While I was in A-Levels, I decided just, like, this is going to be, like... A so, what made you want to do... Well, why did you do the subjects then? I felt like I was doing it to make my parents happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was one of them things I feel like if I... If I uh, originally was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do B-Tech business. I'm just going to focus on business and that's it. I don't think my parents were just going to allow me to do that. Were they, were they supportive of you when you did decide to quit? Nah. They weren't? Oh, okay. Nah. Um, but it was a thing where like, I knew that um, if I want to do something, I have to make decisions. And by that age, I was also kind of understanding like the only person that's going to give me something is me. Yeah because um, I can't always just rely on my family to pay for this, pay for that. And uh, so I think when I decided to do this shift, I knew that anything I do in my life, it's on my shoulders. If I mess up, if I fuck up, it's on me in it. So when I decided to take that step, I was like, you know, it's going to be fine. I did it with a friend as well. Um, and so in a way, like it was, all, it was like pretty fun. And then towards end of business, that's when I decided to go to university to study business. Do you know how to learn more yeah. about it? And then I got it in like five unis. Um, I was like, I was so excited. Like, I, I remember all your life, you're excited to go to university, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's, even when I was in GCSC, the only thing I was proper excited for was university. Like, then four years, I right. knew I was going to have a blast yeah. in it. Do you think, like, everyone, like you said, everyone faces that excitement. But do you think it's because everyone knows they're just going to get absolutely right? 100%. Like, because the fact that you have the freedom, you have, obviously, student loan coming in. And the fact that you know that that age, <laughs> it's just going to be wild, isn't it? I know. I remember getting dropped off at uni like for the first time, right? And after my parents left, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, this is what freedom is. <laughs> 100%, my 100%. There was like, um, um, I remember I used to tell people, I used to even tell myself, like, I didn't want to live life after uni because I always thought it was going to be horrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was always scared of that. So in my mind, I was like, I'm going to go to uni and then somehow like vanish. Like that's what I was thinking in my mind because I knew that after you go to uni and then you got to face responsibility, like you yeah. know, getting a job and all this, I, I, I just wasn't looking forward to that for some reason. I wasn't, I didn't think I was ready for it. Like, was it a fear? It was a big fear, bro. It was a big fear. Just to, to think that I would have my shit together was a big fear. I didn't think I would ever, if I'm honest. I still don't think I have, but... um. So I, I got into unis and then basically um this was like February time and I I'd um no sorry, before we applied to UCA, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it's so February time, this is the second year of B Tech. Um February uh, twenty seventeen, um I decided to like stop drinking, going out, smoking, all that. In one go. What happened? It was just a reality check, like I'm hooked to this, like I'm I'm addicted. Like, uh, I was doing it every day. So, I would finish college and then go to, like, a bar and just start drinking. Oh, in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and it wasn't even thing where, like, I would have one drink and go home. I was, like, I would go um, and just down shots till, like, 10 o'clock, get the last metro home. And it was so sad. Like, it was so sad. Like, I, I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I just couldn't break the cycle. And then it became a thing where, like, I was spending all my money. Um... And I was also stressing the fact that knowing I've told myself these goals, like I'm, I'm gonna have a business one day, I'm a, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get my shit, shit together one day, and I'm living like this, and I just didn't have balance. Yeah. And I, and I always feel like, 
I've always had a very addictive personality and I, I still mm. do. And so when I was drinking, it wasn't like, like my brother can have like two drinks and go home because he's like, he's got that balance. He's got the discipline in it. To me, when I get that little high, I'm like, I want more. I want more. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then I decided to stop everything um, because I was, I was getting overwhelmed with pressure that I put on myself. And the things I was doing to other people, my relationships were just falling apart. And when I decided to stop, my life completely changed. My viewpoint of everything changed because two months later, that's when we applied for UCAS. And I'm going to uni in September. Yeah. And now I've just stopped partying lifestyle, drinking lifestyle. Mm. So I'm like thinking, if I go to uni... This, How are you going to do that? These two months that I've been so sober and I feel amazing. I, I've been the happiest I've ever been for so long. Would going to uni now take that away from me? Because I'll just go back to what I was before. Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with one of my parents and thinking like, I don't think I'm going to go to uni. Oh shit, okay. Because of that reason. Be- just because of that. Just, be- just because of that reason. And also like... I was also like debating where business is going to help me, whatever. So did your parents know that you'd um, quit drinking or, well, did they know that you drank um, or, or drink? They, they kind of had a thingy, but I don't think they knew that I was like hooked on it. It was just me that kind of kept okay. it to myself. Do you um, think you were addicted at that point? Yeah, 100%, man. Like 100%. It was, you know when you have like an addiction that, but it's like everything else in your life is getting affected. Yeah. It, it was like that everything in my life was getting like, I'll wake up and I'll feel like shit. And I'll just drink it off. My relationship would be shit. The way I would talk to my parents would be shit. The way I would communicate with friends would be shit. And I had to just break my, break the cycle and just be selfish and find out I need to just do this thing. Mad props to you for doing that. And, well, realizing it at such an early age. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether because I went proper head on with it. That's so impressive. Like, so, like... Um, so I started drinking with my friends around 15, okay, 15 ish. Um, and it was always a thing where like, you want to do what, something which is bad in it. Yeah. Like you always kind of get excited. Yeah. And so like, it became a thing where it was so fun at the start. I remember the first time drinking, it was so fun. Do you, do, do you know? Yeah, do you, yeah, yeah. Like, because you see your mates and you're having a laugh and then it became a thing where the fun stopped. Every time I then then got drunk, it was just getting angry, starting fights, getting into fights. Just all right, all the negative emotions that I had that I was hiding just would come out, and it was so horrible. Like it became every time I went clubbing, I would just want to start a fight. I would just get into a fight. Like I don't know why I had so much anger within me because I think mainly because I was disappointed in myself. Did you try channeling that in other avenues? I I couldn't, bro. I just couldn't. Uh, I, I I think I tried at one point, but. I just couldn't. I just I realized like my life's a mess. I'm gonna make it more of a mess okay. by smoking now. By do like smoking more cigarettes and 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then, yeah. Instead of like, and then I remember like even one point before I stopped drinking that I was in a club. Um, I was like jumping, dancing. No, actually, I was I was actually um high, and I was mellow. Then I started drinking. Then I started jumping around, and I had this vision in my mind like one day. I'm going to get my shit together. Like one day I'll stop all this. So I was in the middle of the club, like drunk, but I had this little, this kind of weird vision that one day I'm going to stop all of this. Like, I just know it. I don't know how, but one day I will. Yeah. And it was like the year after when I actually did it. Like I, I always knew that I had to do it. 
but I, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was, every time I did it, I knew that like this this is not for me. Like my parents don't drink, my dad don't drink or smoke. So for me, like, why am I doing it? Who am I trying to? Do you know what I mean? And then, do you think you started doing it to impress your friends and just fit in? Almost. Yeah, I feel like my older brother was doing it, and I think around fifteen age, I felt like I wanted to go against my f- my parents for some reason. Do you okay. know when you use like doing something bad to kind of show them? Yeah, because you've been so nice and you feel like they're like, I don't know, they don't understand you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I kind of was like, I did it in a way to like show them like I can do what I want, kind of thing. Okay, being silly. Um, but yeah, man, like. It's it's so mad when I think about it sometimes, um, but I I then uh, decided not to go uni as well in a, yeah in in March March time, and then also like I think June we were gonna go Greece to Kavos, and this was the biggest turning point of my life because I knew that so far I've been three months so- sober, and my mate called me. This is like uh, March April time. My, my mate called me. We got tickets for Greece, and he's like, bro. We're gonna have a mad time in Greece, and we're gonna have we're gonna have such we're gonna get absolutely fucked yeah. all this year. And I was like, yeah, yeah, trust me. And I put the phone down. I'm like, I've been sober for like three months now. I feel amazing. Now, what I want to fuck it up by going Greece, and it. And then I, I remember like staying up all night thinking about this thing. And I realized like if I go to Greece and if I don't drink for the rest of my life, I can be sober because I can use that excuse in it. So if I have someone says at a party, they're like, bro, why are you not drinking? I can be like, bro, I was in Kavos. I didn't drink. Kavos, the fucking party destination. And I didn't drink. So to me, Kavos, Greece, when we went, was like a task. It was like a test. It was it was literally a test, yeah. All I was thinking of was getting past that and coming back, being sober, like not, not drinking. Yeah. And when I did that and I didn't drink when I was in Kavos, I suddenly realized like, yo, this is... This is my future. Like I've, I've finally overcome this thing of addiction. Like to me, um, yeah, man, that's like kind of a little backstory. That's in, yeah, that's that's insane, and especially the fact that you realized it such, at such an early age as well. Yeah, um, I think also like um, um, the way it affected my relationships. I think that was such a big push as well. Like I feel like I was just pushing everyone away from me and then it really yeah. hurt me it hurt me because i would see my parents upset i would see my friends upset because there was times where i even like started a fight with my friend when i got drunk and i was like what what the fuck am i doing like this is actually me like yeah why am i moving like this what the, what's the demons that's inside me to want to do this shit and, I, and you know what they say like when you drink it's basically like the de- like the deep like the devil yeah getting hold of your body and i actually think it's sometimes true to some to some people like you have something that's if you drink and you get angry you have something that's bothering you yeah and you have to face it like your in your life there's something clearly affecting you that you need to sort the demons come out the demons come out yeah um and i had a lot of issues that i should have sorted but I, I just resulted in drinking um but yeah i think I think I'll say majority of people have balance. I would say like ninety percent of people that drink have balance. It's the ten percent of people that shouldn't drink. There's, there's there's people in the world that shouldn't drink yeah. because they they don't have that. Um, I don't know what it is. The balance, I guess. Like I didn't have balance. I didn't have the notion of knowing like okay, I have to be smart with it. I have to have two, maybe three maximum. I can't go over it. The discipline. Yeah. 
or like plan ahead like tomorrow i'm 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 going out with my family i shouldn't drink as much today i gotta be smart tomorrow i gotta be on tip-top condition whatever to me i didn't give a fuck about tomorrow i was just like we're fucking doing it today and we just fucking doing all the fuck we can can i swear, can I swear yeah, yeah, yeah i'm just gonna like live for tonight in it so it was that live fast die young mentality 100 bro i didn't want to live past i didn't want to go uh like i said before i didn't want to live after i finished uni like i wanted to finish uni and then vanish because i was so afraid of growing up and facing responsibility that i i didn't want to even think about that yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah i know what you mean like when i was 16 when i went to sixth form and i had a friend i literally told him this and he looked at me like what the fuck is wrong with you i told him like bro when uni finishes i want to die i want to vanish i don't want to think about you know parenthood like being a parent and being a father being i didn't want to think about it bro like like you were having these thoughts at such an early age i don't know why i i, I don't know why i honestly don't know why i don't know why do you think you put a certain amount of pressure on yourself 100%. to be the best that you can and i thought i could never get there i never thought that i could be in a position where i can be like a good father one day or be a good boyfriend or husband i i never thought that i could be like um just a good person i'd never thought i could do that i never thought i could have discipline i never thought i could have um a sense of um wanting to live and face responsibilities i didn't think i was like ready for that i i've almost predicted it like i manifested it and then after 16 got to like 18 that's when everything just came crashing down okay wow i think though when i was 16 saying those things i manifested it if you say things like that you're like yeah. to get worse in it yeah do you, do you know what i mean yeah i know and, what you mean and i've always been deep like from young i used to say deep stuff so i wish i never said i never i wish i never like thought like that but Uh, you were reinforcing those negative thoughts that yeah for no reason why would a 16 year old give a f- like why would he think about finishing like i want yeah. what's life like after uni i'm so young do you think it was just kind of exploring different thought processes and ideas yeah and probably. you kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole basically i saw people at the time that were like older yeah living their like living the way that they do i just never thought that i could do that like you know when uh, you see like okay. a um when when i was 60 when i saw like a 25 year old with a with a kid and family in a house i was seeing that and going i don't think i can ever have that yeah that's a bit mad you know like i'm 25 now and i'm like and i see people i went to school with who've got like two kids and yeah it all i know it's not my kid but it gives me anxiety yeah and i'm just there like fuck Fucking i can crazy. i can barely look after myself yeah how are you managing two kids yeah Uh, yeah someone literally my age as well they got two kids um they had the first kid and they were like 21 it's so weird when you think about it yeah um it re- yeah it really is i think i think though everyone has like a destiny in it like everyone like people like that i feel like they were meant to be having a kid young yeah like, people have different stories in it yeah 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 i know what you mean and, yeah and it's like i don't know you just got to embrace your story and put you as a main character in your mind because everyone else is going to be winning in their own way Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you someone that believes in fate then? 100% bro. 100%. I also believe I'm, I'm big into manifesting what you say as well. Big into that. You got to be very careful what you say to people, what you say to yourself. All that man 100%. That I can that I truly believe because like like I was saying before, 
from like counseling and all of that stuff um you have these things well yeah i'll talk a bit about it you have these things called core beliefs mm-hmm. which are negative ideas that have been kind of reinforced into you from childhood yeah so you know the thing i, I was talking about where um, i'd feel shit about myself when i when i don't do shit uh, stuff mm-hmm. after work i feel useless mm-hmm. and that's a belief that had been reinforced in me from an early from age yeah and it's a learned behavior i think what the biggest takeaway for me has been that if it's a learned behavior you learned it you don't grow up like you're not born thinking that you're useless mm-hmm. so if if you learn it you can unlearn it fucks and that's been a big turning point for me kind of just unlearning all of those like negative, negative thoughts yeah, and like yeah. behaviors that you have and it's been big for me yeah like yeah i, I mean, can see that i mean we were having a conversation about you saying we went to um Amsterdam, yeah and you were saying that in a social environment you felt a bit like uneasy even for a short period of time yeah but right now i was just saying you're doing podcasts you're meeting so many people how can you go from one extreme to the other extreme yeah yeah i i, I do think about that a lot because um I think it's it's my friends have shaped me mm-hmm. immensely into who I've become as a person now. Yeah, and obviously, Jason's from Sunderland. Meeting all of you, all of you guys. Yeah, um, and Georgia's from Stoke, and meeting everyone from Stoke, and like it's been a big journey because I I can't even imagine what my life would be like if I hadn't met my friends, yeah. and they've they've one hundred percent like responsible for who I am as a person. Not in, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. not, not in like yeah not in a bad really way nice. in, in a really good way yeah you know and i yeah i mean i genuinely can't imagine what my life would be like if that hadn't happened yeah no 100 percent. i feel you man because like growing up i was a pretty like introverted person i I'd, I'd probably say i wouldn't i didn't have well i don't know if i if i can say i had that many friends i probably had friends but i wasn't really tight with many friends mm-hmm. and i probably understood what it was like to have really close friends after i came to uni yeah because you know those friends you can say like you is so tight that you can yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what i mean you cannot see them for like a year and then you see them and it's like nothing yeah exactly like those friends and that was that, that's when i was like oh shit this is what it's like to have people like that in your life yeah, yeah. so yeah it's yeah that's a big turning point you know you you know what you go through life thinking that you only need you you know i can do this I yeah do. and realistically you can't you need people in your life like you need people in your life but you i was always thinking that no i'm gonna get i'm gonna get through this myself i'm gonna, I'm gonna do this by myself and it's like what i realized as well like when i stopped drinking i started hanging out with people that didn't drink and when i was around them i could just get their energy like do you know what i mean yeah yeah and also meeting people that also stopped because when i was with those people it gave me more confidence to become the best version of myself that i that i yeah thought i could become do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I completely get what you mean. It's that, that belief where you are the average of the five people that you hang out with or something. You, you, you heard that before? 100%, yeah. I have. Yeah. That, that is so true, man. Yeah. And I also think, like, if you're with, like, let's say you're amongst a group of 10 millionaires and you're the only one that isn't, but you're constantly around them, you know you're going to get your money up in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to pick up their habits, You're going right? to pick up their habits. You're going to pick up what they're doing, how they're moving, the mannerisms, the way they think. You're going to morph into that. Yeah. And that is like, it's everything. Like when you're young, if you have bad friends, you're going to become like them. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's so important who you 
spend your time with who you hang around with like it changes a lot of your perspective especially yeah. growing up yeah so choose your friends wisely <laughs> yeah 100% man but then again like if you fuck up it's good because it's like a lesson learned as well you know what I mean I'm glad I went through all the dumb shit I went through because then I know how to do it again yeah do you know what I mean um so like i'm very grateful for everything all the l's all the flipping mistakes so, all you, that. so you wouldn't change anything i wouldn't change anything now that's mad like i i don't think if i if i changed anything even slightly i think i would become a different person completely you know what i mean i think even if i went uni i, I would i think i would have changed like I, I, I don't know i just feel like i would have yeah do you know what i mean um but like so far in my life like i'm blessed like i'm so blessed because what you what you talked about on learning things it's like i manifested negative things now instead of doing that i now manifest good things it's the same thing but i'm just doing it in a positive light where like i, oh, I want okay. good things now and yeah it's like instead of thinking you know in the future it's gonna be shit like i'm gonna be i'm not gonna be ready now i'm just thinking i like, you know what i mean I'm, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have this house i'm gonna have this car i'm gonna have this family you know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're being very like optimistic about the future. And I think that is like, I, I just never thought I could be in a position. I feel like I tell people this as well. Um, I don't need to have like a million pounds in the bank to show people I'm successful. In my mind, I've made it because I know where I started. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you know where you started and where you are right now and you know you came so far, I'm already successful in my mind. You other people may not understand that they don't they, they're not seeing the fucking um lamborghini or the mansion or your successful business whatever in my mind um i've got them things i'm successful because where i was you know the starting yeah. point where i was was like it's so mad if i if i can go back five years and tell me what i'm gonna do where i'm gonna be i wouldn't believe me it's mad do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. would you relate to that? As well? Yeah, yeah, like, I relate to that. You've got like this mad house. You've got a mad whip outside. You've got a podcast. Do you think five years ago you would be where you are right now? No, nah, couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't think that my life would be what it is now. And I don't resent any of the stuff I've been through either yeah. because it's made me stronger as a person. Fuck. And also, like, I keep going back to counselling, but. If I haven't been through the stuff I've been through, yeah. then I wouldn't have gone to it. Yeah. And like like I was saying before, it's the way I'm seeing it now is it's a tool to learn about myself. Mm-hmm. And the more you learn about yourself, the more you become really self-aware of the stuff you do, the things you do, like what you say, what you, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it really is amazing. I think life gets easier when you learn about yourself more. Yeah. It becomes like a, you won't be as... Um, surprise when things happen you would know like okay, this is my personality this is how i move i need to work on this i need to work on that life becomes easier so you you're, you're more you know when you like tell yourself like listen you have a problem it's so important to have that conversation lands that what you're doing is fucking wrong yeah stop people live their lives thinking i'm fucking right everything i'm doing is fucking pitch perfect i don't need to change shit i'm winning all this sometimes you got to tell yourself bro they say I'm working. Like, you need to tell yourself, like, yeah, what's, what, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, where you tell yourself, like, it's it's wrong. Like, we just self-realization or... Yeah, no, um, oh, I forgot the word. Um, you confront yourself, basically. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, kind of, I think that's very important. Um, 
telling yourself what the problem is and um, being honest with yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Being honest with yourself. Do you try and do that a lot for yourself way. now? I do, you know. I do. If I have a conversation with someone or if I... I don't know. Um, if I get in a position where I'm upset, what I always do is like, uh, what's making me upset? Why am I getting upset? What can I do to solve the situation? So next time if it happens, I'll be better off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, sorry, what I meant to say was facing who you are. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you see a reflection, you're facing who you are and not trying to run away from it. Facing yeah. your problems. Mate, I get, I get the air that you are a problem solver. You have, have, you, have you always been like that? Just for myself. Yeah. Re- yeah. I would say I am. I would always like want to make my life better. Even in the smallest of ways, I'll try to make my life better. Um, I think in a way like um, if there's no progress, if there's no self-growth, you're just wasting time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I honestly believe you're just wasting time. If you're not trying to bet yourself at least like monthly, even weekly, you're just wasting time in it. And you're just living. You're not even like, you're not even doing anything. To me, like every, every week I try to do something better. Than, than last week and every month i look back at like i sometimes like take photos of last month and kind of see okay what have i done differently this month and it gives me this happiness knowing okay i'm still moving forward it's okay i'm still moving forward kind of thing so as opposed to um a stage where you're comparing yourself to other people you only compare yourself to yourself now yeah i would say that i would definitely say that but i when i see people um that also um I, I want certain things in life in it. Um so when I see people with those things, I I don't like hate. I I love I wanna be around people like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of respect them, I admire them. Not admire them, but I would say like because I know in the future I'ma have these things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I don't compare themselves, I don't compare myself to them, but I know that that's gonna be me one day. So I get excited about it. But then also it's a thing where like, do you know when you're younger you see like um um like a mansion right or like a dream car and then you go yeah wow imagine having that when i see a dream car now i go what do i have to do to get this yeah and it's like why do i need this but then you find the solution to getting a car like that it won't be like damn that's a nice car imagine having that it's like what do i need to do to get that what other expenses what would be the do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Get it's you. literally finding solutions to things that you thought were once impossible to achieve. Yeah. And I think that to me is like self-growth in a way. Like, do you know what I mean? You find solutions and you get better. Whatever thing that was bothering you when you were a kid and you eventually find a solution. Like I was talking to you about my nose thing. and it's, yeah. just, it's a small thing, but to me it's like, it's getting it out of the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't bother you anymore. So it won't bother me anymore. So I can worry about the next thing. So I can be better. So I can be a better version of myself. And because, yo, like, if I if I die in six months, would I give a fuck about paying this kind of money? Like, would I care? I wouldn't care. I would know the last six months I would have lived a life where I've sorted this. Yeah, Do you know that's, what I mean. That's, so that's, that's mad, and that's a great way of looking at well problems, I guess. Yeah. You know? Like so, so many people have problems that they don't want to face because they feel like um, it's a minor problem or they'll think that they'll worry about it like next year or two years later or when they get the money, they'll do it. And it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
also I think there's a certain almost comfort where you where well certain part where you're just comfortable living in denial mm-hmm. because yeah. obviously you faced your problems and facing that took courage especially like when you're 15 16 admitting that you've got a drinking problem or an addiction and confronting that head on yeah not many people would do that you know what i mean like i can honestly say that most people would say oh i'm just young i'm just having fun yeah but you saw what the problem was and you faced it head on that's that's fucking amazing yeah and i was i was 18 when i stopped everything which you know what when i tell someone that they go that's fucking stupid because like fucking 18 that's when you kind of start drinking in it yeah but like what the impact i had in the show from 15 to 18 the impact i had on my relationships was so immense and it hurt me so much when i saw my parents unhappy and stuff and my friends I, I, it, hurt, it hurt me so much to the point where i was like forced to fucking stop do you know what i mean like, yeah it was overwhelming that um like that i was in a position like that i couldn't i couldn't have said this is fun because i'll be lying to myself like um you know like i was going clubbing like on a tuesday night on a wednesday night on a thursday night like what the fuck what you know i had my older brother's id that i used in it even uh-huh. when i was 16 going out clubbing imagine a 16 year old going clubbing and that man and like just just saying fuck it to the future i'm yeah. just living for now i have that mentality now but i use it in a positive way yeah. but at the time it was just like um i don't know man i i've honestly found um i've i've forgot most of the things I've, I've done up until it's brought back up and when we're talking about it i remember things and i'm just like that's crazy that's crazy you know because i can never see myself doing something similar to that ever i get my highs now from like climbing mountains or like skydiving or just doing bungee jumping those are my highs now and this is going back to have an addictive personality when you have an addictive personality you don't you once you stop whatever thing that was addicted you move that into something new yeah so you have a new addiction and you have like new so kind of so do you try and channel it into more positive yeah that's what now. i do because um i know that you get a high from doing these things yeah same as you get a high when you drink and instead of doing that, I just do this instead. So it's more longevity kind of so thing. So climbing that mountain, talking talk about that, what was that like? Like, what made you want to do it? That was like one of them things I was like, uh, it was like a fucking moment, bro. It was just like a thing where um, I was just on the phone and, and like I was just talking about like um, Iceland, going to Iceland. And I just went on Google. So it's like world's biggest mountain in Iceland. And then it came up and then it became a thing where like, yo, this can't be done. And then I think the next day um, I was looking at guides and stuff. And then it, impulsively, um, I just um, booked it. Uh, and then I didn't think anything of it. I wasn't scared. I wasn't literally. Um, it was a thing where, like, once I'm there, I'll, I'll worry about it. Yeah. Like once I once I start climbing, I'll I'll worry about it. So all throughout, like three weeks building to that not once in my mind was that stressing did you do any training for it no nah, i did a bit of like um i just go gym do a bit bit weights sometimes i run after i didn't do no like long distance running or anything yeah but however the days before the mountain like the day before i ran like 
I think it was like three miles. Yeah. Um, which I thought was going to be good. And the day before that, I did legs. Okay. So I did legs on Thursday. No, I Friday. Uh, yeah, I did legs on Thursday. Or in Iceland or here? No, no, here. Okay, yeah. Caught the flight. Friday, ran three miles. And Saturday, we climbed the mountain. Did you go by yourself or did you go with friends? No, I went with a friend. Okay. And then it was like four of us in total. Yeah. So there was four of us in total. One was the guide. Okay. And so basically, it was a thing where like... um. Um, once, once I start climbing in it, like my legs start to be very sore because of previous activities. Yeah. But it, it was a thing where like back then I booked it and then I'm going to worry about it when I'm there because you find a way in it. So obviously oh, okay. like five hours in, like my legs start cramping up like horribly, like cramping up calves, hamstrings, glutes. Um, and then we still have like so many hours left to climb in it. So if you're walking up a mountain. And your legs are not working. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you do in it? And there's fucking snow everywhere and ice. And then it became a thing where like with anything that you're doing in life, you always find a way if you're in that position. It's like survival mode in it. Yeah. And somehow I got to the top by the grace of God. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I realized after I got back that when you have these daily tasks in life, it's so minuscule compared to like physically being hurt. Like when you physically be hurt, I mean, it takes a toll on your mental. Like when I was climbing up and like constantly just like I was just putting ice under my pants and it just to fucking calm my muscles down because it was hurting that much. Really? It was horrible, bro. Horrible pain. Was it I, just sore or? It was cramping up. So it was like uh, um, you can, I could feel the muscles like shake, like moving. And yeah. It, it would just cramp up my calf. Um, and then basically um, it, it was first my calves in it. Then it stopped. Then it became my glutes. Then it stopped. Then it became my hamstrings. Um, it was just horrible, horrible pain. But then I wow. also forgot my food in it. And then also like um, while cramping, five hours in, I was drinking water. Water is the only thing. Water and bananas that stop me from cramping in it. So when I forgot my food, and I'm drinking like my big gallon of water. And if you're going up a hill, like a mountain, um, you're in a slanted position, uh, like going up. Yeah. So I'm, I get a cramp. I'm like, fuck. I drop my water, slides down. I look back <laughs> and I just see the water bottle disappearing away from me. And the way the ropes are built, we're like 10 meters apart from each other. Okay, did it hit anyone? No, no, I'm at the end. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I can't just stop now, run back because we roped up. Oh. Everyone is roped up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I literally was in a position where I was in probably the worst pain of my life because... I didn't have food and water. All my mind was thinking about was this fucking shit. Like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Plus, my pain for my legs. <laughs> but then it was a thing where, like, um, once you're there, you fucking find a way. Because if that was, like, at home in the gym, I'm cramping up, I would just go home and uh, you just run away from your problems. You're like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just go home instead of finishing the workout. But if you're on a fucking mountain, you can't just go back five hours, bro. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to finish this. You you started it, you have to finish it. You got to walk back. And then, like, I was in my mind thinking, like, it took me five hours to get to this point, And we're, like, not even three quarters there. And i got to get to the top and walk back. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> is this possible? Like, what the fuck have I signed up for? And then, like, I was asking, I was, like, talking to myself as you're doing it. When you're going through a proper pain, like, immense pain. I mean, I'm popping paracetamols. I'm popping ibuprofen. Nothing's fucking working, bro. They don't work against cramps. Like, I don't know why, but they don't work against okay, cramps. Okay, yeah. 
um and then basically um i was like what i was like hard did i do something dirty did i like do something like did i hurt someone do you know when i believe in karma as well in it oh, okay so i was like yo did i do something like why is this happening to me why is this happening to me and i quest i was like thinking about like what did i do last week did i, did I upset someone and i and i was just having these mad negative thoughts bro because when you have negative thoughts more your body reacts to it and yeah and then i feel like the only reason i dropped my water is because mentally i was in a weak position do you know what i mean i yeah. just thought i've, I've gave up my like, fuck this shit so next thing you know yeah you, you tell your body fuck this shit fuck you man let me take your fucking water in it like you want to you want to be rude like that to yourself yeah i'm gonna make you suffer more and then that's what happened to that but then somehow i got to the top and bro it was such a fucking high like i was thinking i was uh 18 in the middle of the club drunk as fuck telling myself that one day i'll get my shit together and having faith in myself that you know one day I'll, I'll be in a position like that and then like two months ago being on top of like a mountain which i thought was impossible like it's it's like the the difference it's crazy you know you just you cannot you, you cannot restrict yourself from what you can do in life even if yeah. you're at the lowest of lows you just don't know when your life might change upside down because it's such a mad it's a mad difference in it like i never thought back then i would be climbing mountains i never thought i'd do skydiving i i don't know it's like the world's because i've overcame that i feel like the world's like the fucking the sky's the limit i can do whatever the fuck i, I can i want to do in it i'll find a way yeah and that's just like it's beautiful and that's it. i think that's the most beautiful thing about life is like how you can uh turn your life upside like upside down and just like keep going because i'm not stopping do you know what i mean like i'm not stopping from where i started i've got yeah. like a i think what you said as well if you go through some horrible shit in your life i think you generally have like a, a fire inside you to go a bit further than 100 percent, yeah because you you know you're humble to know where you started you're like and and then you just you you tell yourself like what's next year gonna be what's five years gonna be you you have that mentality where somebody else who have like a kind of stable life they might not want to achieve so much because they'll feel like it's been calm so far but yeah. to me i feel like i want to prove to myself prove to the kid i was that you know like i can't have those things which i thought was impossible do you think there's also a kind of defiance in proving those negative thoughts wrong 100 percent, 100 percent. no joke i definitely believe in that i think um i think if you've uh, i don't know man you know in it like yeah like there is something to be said for that where you have those negative thoughts mm-hmm. and then it's like there's all it's almost like there's this fire in you mm-hmm. to prove yourself wrong and to like kind of, you're not a fucking loser yeah yeah, yeah exactly 100%, bro 100 percent. prove to yourself that you're not useless mm-hmm. and that you can achieve what you want to yeah and then that kind of drives you forward Without gives you that yeah it just adds fuel to that fire doesn't it yeah every anytime i go through like a sad time in my life whatever um it's very rare these days but when i do if i just think about five years ago I get so I get so happy because I know whatever's bothering me now is such minor shit because I, yeah because of all the things that I've changed and stuff in it like but you right now 
if I get upset or something, it's such a small problem. You know why? Because I've solved so many other problems that this is like maximized almost. This oh, is like, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. everything else is good. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I live a life where like I try to avoid, I try to fix all my problems head on and then I get to a place where I have no problems, but then that's, that, that was always going to be a problem in it. But it'll be just a easier life because I'll know myself more. I'll be, you know, just no. more peaceful place. Now that's amazing that you do that because like you were saying, it's so easy to just run away from what was bothering you yeah. and just kind of bury it everyone listening has something that's been bothering them but they just haven't confronted it because of either they don't think it's as important they don't think it's fucking like worth it the money the time like you even said counseling how important counseling is how many people have been through some like i would say i've been through some minor shit compared to other people other people went through so much more horrible shit like in their childhood and stuff and they still haven't confronted it which is mad to me and it's like um i think Everyone should put their health first. Health is everything in it. Yeah. So seeing a therapist is very important to obviously be in a good mental place. Um, understanding what you want to be, where you want to be in five years, and obviously what, like the, I mean, I read. Have you read the Secret? You know the no. book, The Secret. No. Oh, you should read that book. Talking about it, what's about? It's literally about manifesting. It's about how you set goals, and the only thing you're thinking about is them goals. So constantly, you know, if you're uh, thirsty right now and if i just talk to you and i talk to you for like another two hours yeah eventually i'm gonna move in a direction where i get water to drink because all i'm thinking about is water manifesting is almost like if the only thing in my mind is like um um i don't know buying like a macbook that's the only thing on my mind any everything else secondary is priority you're almost like you're going to move in a direction where you then have a MacBook right in front of you because you're manifesting it. Yeah. But you can manifest like a house, a dream house, a dream car, a dream business, a dream, uh, a dream podcast. And it's like, that to me is like everything, like what you manifest. And that book secret talks about that. And I think everyone should read the secret. You should read the secret because you can manifest even the small things that you want in life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes so much sense. It talks about obviously like having a vision board. Have you got a vision board? Uh, I've got. You must. Idea- I've got ideas that I write down. Write down, yeah, yeah. Like because a lot of the time it's just kind of fleeting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes you just have a thought and then you forget about it, mm-hmm. and then that's the fucking worst. You know, yeah. Like fuck, what was that? Do you know when you forget about it? I don't think you forget about. It. I think subconsciously you're still thinking about it. Yeah, but then I normally do. I kind of try and follow that, you know, that train of thought mm-hmm. where you're thinking about something, an, an idea, and then you kind of branch off. And then I try and see if I can follow that back. And sometimes yeah, yeah. it does work. Yeah. Um. It, it might be like, I might be watching a TV show or something, right? Yeah. And then I have an idea, ha- think of something, and then I forget about it. And then, but I know where I thought about it in mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. So I go back and watch it. And then I actually, then I, it comes back. Then yeah, it comes yeah, back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do stuff like that. If you, um, if you like, let's say you talk about obviously proven podcast, let's say, I think subconsciously, even if you're not thinking about it, some, some, something in your brain is thinking about it. So you could be in the middle of like, watching a YouTube video and you're not, you're not actually thinking about improving the podcast. You're just watching a YouTube video in it. Yeah. And then you see something in the video, like you said, a TV, you were watching TV. It's your subconscious that tells you like, wow, that, that's a good idea. We should use it in the podcast. But you, you didn't put on the YouTube because 
you want to improve the podcast yeah do you know what i mean and like that's the power of like manifesting is your subconscious subconscious sorry um uh giving you ideas to bring whatever you said into life so having like a vision board if you wake up every day and then you see your goals you see the car you want the, the house you're gonna get every day you're seeing that subconsciously you're gonna move in a direction where you get those things do you know what i mean yeah yeah i know what you mean and that's like the the, the secret kind of talks about that. have you read the alchemist i haven't but it's on my that's fucking sick as well it's on my list it's a novel isn't it yeah yeah that that book is fucking powerful bro do you that read a lot then no 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 i just read that and the secret i don't read like that no i just read them two books and it just stayed with me like a fucking it's like i memorized it man like, do, you, do you like reading then or i like reading books like that if i'm honest if there's more books i'll read it but the alchemist is fucking and i read it once and i still remember like each fucking scene because it, it literally uh, it's instilled in my mind for yeah. some reason like the little the little stories that are in the alchemist like you can relate to it and it okay it's so mad like yeah. it's like a movie i was reading it i was visualizing like it was a movie but it's not a movie it's a book you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a powerful book, man. Such okay. a powerful book. Somebody sent that to me, which is also mad, another mad story, but somebody uh, sent that to me when I was, I was speaking to them on the phone. They, they realized that this book was going to help me, which was like, I don't know, it was powerful, man. Imagine talking to someone and they tell you like, yo, this book is going to help you. Yeah. And I got sent it and I read it and then it changed my life. That was like very beautiful. Some people are just amazing in this world. I'll tell you that. That's, that's definitely true. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. There's so, a lot of people that like say that they're there for you, that they help you. There's only a few that take action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think the people that take action, they're the real ones, man. Right. And I guess they've also got that undying like loyalty mm-hmm. as well, right? To want to help you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always remember that though. Beautiful. So, kind of, well, I guess we we talked about a fair bit. Um, I was, I was, I was wanted this to be like a comedy, to be honest. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think it's the headphones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably immersed in it. I feel like if we do set, uh, part two, man, just jokes, fuck the deep shit. Yeah. So, after after you started, uh, well, your brand. Fifth straight, uh, yeah. Fifth straight to the world back. Right, how's that going? It's going good, you know. Like, what made you want to start it in the first place? I guess. Um. So to me, like, this is the problem I'm dealing with at the moment, right? When I was younger, I used to give a fuck about where where I looked, as in, like, I still do, mm-hmm. but like at the time, especially for clothing, I used to love like trying to buy the fucking most expensive stuff, all this shit in it, and I had this idea of like starting like a clothing brand in it, generic as a lot of people do in it. Yeah. And then as I got older, um, I still wanted to do it, but I realized my passion's changing because as you get older, I stopped giving a fuck about fucking dressing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care how good my fucking outfit is and shit. And then I kind of just um, fell out of love with wanting the clothing brand. And then obviously recently, I realized like, again, fuck it. If it, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't kind of thing. Yeah. But at least I've like, I've done it kind of thing. So I kind of always stopped doing it because of the fact that I just, 
I just didn't have that passion anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it happens as what you like when you're young can change when you get older. Yeah, definitely. And like what you like now might change five years later. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think if you want to start a business or a brand, whatever, you have to truly tell yourself, okay, is this something that I'll do in five years' time? And to me, like right now, um, I've just kind of put this together, like the name, all that. Like I would say, uh, three months ago, like March, mm. literally. And so for me, I've got a long way to go. But all the years before that, me talking about wanting to do it was like, a, I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it. I was just kind of saying I'm going to do it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It fell out of pot. Like, I've just, I didn't like it anymore, man. And plus, I was in a very rough spot to even think positively about anything. Um, But now I just think, I just say, fuck it, everything. I just do, like, whatever that I want to do when I was younger, I just do it. But in a way of, like, um, in a way, like, just to have a laugh with it. Don't take it so seriously. Don't pressure yourself into fucking killing yourself. Just, yeah ease into it and take your time with it and it's gonna come whatever you want in life it's gonna eventually come it just takes time so with the brand i'm trying to grow on like social media and stuff i'm trying to like think about how to actually make this come to life properly um but i'm still on the working stages because i know i know one day i'll figure it out but it's also a thing where like i'm fighting uh i'm trying to get my passion back into it kind of thing fighting yeah like you know like trying to get back into like dressing nice and oh okay okay kind of thing like oh, okay, sorry, I wanting you... to care about like fabrics and shit like. oh, okay i thought you were talking about mma or something no 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 no, no. the fuck <laughs> then when you said fighting i thought you're trying to get back into that passion is very important isn't it? like once you start something you want you want you have to be passionate about something yeah so what i did was instead of starting a clothing brand, I did printing and i like custom printing the design how i'll say it yeah I'll, yeah i'll say it like let's go <laughs> Yeah, that was like the first kind of little business adventure I started, um, which was just printing on clothing, which is pretty fun. You've never seen yourself as someone doing like a nine to five kind of thing, have you? Nah, but I'm, I'm, I've got a nine to five now, but I never see myself in the future to just stick to a nine to five. I can't help it. You know, eventually you get to the point where you will think on new ideas, where you, you fought, um, you just force yourself in a position where you want to get out, and that's what I'm trying to do, but. I never, no, I never used to see myself doing an anything. Have you always been like, have you always had that um, mentality? I did, yeah. But then when I did business in college, I knew that one day I wanted to like create something, create like a brand. Yeah. And so I always kind of told myself like, this is my future. This is what's going to happen. I would say business is not about just buying and selling. I think it's like creating something like a, creating a brand. Do you know what I mean? Creating something that seemed like, like a, almost like a legacy yeah like a legacy you can't just be like oh i'm buying and selling i'm just making money like you know what? i think you should um read steve jobs's biography yeah like, I, th- I feel like you'd really kind of see what it is to start a brand and build a legacy yeah like it's one it's one of the best books i've read yeah and honestly it changed it didn't change my life but it changed how i think mm-hmm. because um apple products right yeah um if you actually look at it um when they were doing their intel laptops and even their phones the hardware is actually a few generations behind yeah if you look at android products yeah like the cameras they you know might be like 12 or 15 megapixels or Mm -hmm. something but then you've got android phones which are like 30 40 50 yeah but 
the iPhone still takes a better shirt, better picture. Mm -hmm. And it's you can keep adding more and more stuff, but really what's more important is what you can take out. Mm. There's a mad story where um when the iPod was being invented, right? Yeah. Um they were trying to make it as small as possible. Yeah. And the designers came up with the design it wasn't I think it was a prototype they designed it and he was like it's too big and the designers were like we can't make it any smaller mm-hmm. and what he did was he took the prototype and put it into a pool uh, no, a, a fish tank or something and bubbles started coming up and he was like there's air inside it there's so that's a gap you can get rid of those yeah. gaps and that gave me a whole new understanding for who he is as not just as a person but as a visionary mm-hmm. because obviously apple was like he like relaunched apple and made it into what it is today and you can be pretty fucking sure that without him apple would be would have been a dead company not at all i fucking love steve jobs steve jobs is like fucking einstein in the general like steve jobs was uh, like in the, he had to be like the way he was people say he was a dick he had to be a fucking dick to fucking push people, pushes um, stuff into becoming the best yeah. versions of themselves. And it's fucking dirty and it's like not nice. But if you want the best of the best, you have to be in a position where you have a different kind of motivation. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, you've, you've got to read that book. It's so yeah, fucking good. I love Steve Jobs, oh man. He's a fucking G. I, I love the way, you know, Pixar's created by him. Yeah. You know, his story of like, he got sacked from Apple, right? by yeah. the pepsi max ceo and then he made fucking pixar pixar and he also made another company called next or something yeah next computers apple bought next up yeah, yeah. apple and bought then, next and brought him back on yeah but then he just created pixar pixar is every single uh animated movies owned by pixar like yeah. made by pixar and he created that, that that's yeah. mad isn't it yeah he made apple and pixar but he talked about in his speech where like um he says like, he says this quote of like, you live your life like every, today is your last day and eventually you'll be right. Yeah. Like he says that and, and it's like mad. Like, and, and he talks about how he, um, all the crazy shit he did. Because he was upset, he was embarrassed when he got fired. Imagine creating a product. <laughs> yeah. Creating a brand and you get fired. Telling, the, the CEO is telling you to fuck off basically. And you created it. How does that make any sense in it? Yeah. And instead of like crying and moaning about it, he basically created another fucking company, made it a fucking competition, and he fucking came back. And like the saddest thing is, he died. Um, iPhone five or so some shit came out. I don't even. Do you know iPhone five is when Apple just fucking shot up. And I don't okay. think he got he got to see how fucking where Apple is right now, especially uh, like yeah, it's quite sad. And I wish he could see it. But he created it. Yeah, and like his whole vision still lives on in the company in such a big way um in the book he talks about the having like a closed loop system right Mm -hmm. and you can see it in all their products i mean it's obviously really confined in how you can use it and Mm -hmm. everything um like if you take this laptop apart if you take the back off everything's um closed you can't upgrade it or anything Mm -hmm. and that is i genuinely believe that's his legacy being passed down yeah. through like through the company and it, it really is amazing to see see it happen you know you can't like jailbreak it you can't yeah. yeah 
I think that's better like that because it's just only the product that that is what you get. You can't yeah. change it. You can't upgrade it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, like even though on the iPhones the hardware is maybe like a generation or so behind, mm-hmm. the iPhone is still a really good fucking phone. Yeah, and it's really that marriage of hardware and software, and it's it's obviously worked really well for them. Yeah, like because if you look at look at Windows laptop. It doesn't have the longevity of a Mac. MacBook now. A lot of people, when they say like iPhones, the Android people that say iPhones are shit. Like, you know what it is? And then the people tell me this as well. You bought iPhone because of hype. Like, I don't know if you heard this, but yeah. people might say you got a MacBook because of hype in it. They, they say you get an Apple product because of hype. I mean, it makes no fucking sense. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Like, I'm not going to waste my money. But, you know what I mean? Fucking yeah. hype. I'll. I'll, I'll like, spend yeah. money on things which give me longevity. Yeah. I was telling you as well, I had an iMac that I've had for like five, six years or whatever. It's still as fucking good as it is when I first got it. Like, you, you can't go wrong with Apple products in it. You just fucking can't. Yeah. I like, honestly, I used to think that Apple was not that good. Yeah. But after having bought this, I'm like, Hi, yo, yeah, man. You can't go back. Like, like, can't yeah. Go back. Yeah, generally, I can't think of like going back to fucking Windows um, or anything like that. Everyone I know, most people I know have Android, and it's like I always like when I whip on my iPhone, I talk about like I want to get a MacBook. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's fucking hype." I'm like, "Watch, man! If you if you get an iPhone, you would understand." And like, it's what it's the thing where like, and then people say, "I've an iPhone for like a week. I didn't like it." Oh, come on, man! You gotta get used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and. I feel like they've made the whole software, the end user interface, so easy to use mm-hmm. that it just takes it just takes time for people to kind of understand it. Yeah, it's so simple. Like yeah, simplicity. You know, people um, also uh, also want to say people used to say that iPhones expensive. Have you seen the price of the Samsung phones? They're like they they're now like price matching it with the iPhones now. In in fact, the Samsungs are more expensive. Android used to be cheaper in it, but they're they're all getting more and more expensive. And iPhones actually staying the same as it was prior. Like that's actually true. Have yeah. you noticed? Like, yeah, I didn't think of it until you said it, but yeah, you, you you're right. Like um, an iPhone 13 each year is the same price. It doesn't go up, but an Android, it's like 50 pound extra. You can see it. Like it's gone up bit by bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually, it'll probably be the same amount. And uh, yeah, man. I also love Steve Jobs. So when I buy an Apple product, I'm like, I have to I'll show my fucking respect. Uh, he's a fucking genius, man. Yeah. He's a fucking visionary. Each one of us have has like that vision element to us. We just got to bring it out somehow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he just managed to enhance it. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, he was like, I think, early 20s when he started the, the garage with, he was in a garage with, um, what's he called? Steve Wozniak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. So it's, mad. it's mad how when we talk about Apple we think of Steve Jobs but him as well like yeah. Wozniak doesn't get much of a mention I'm sure he created the Apple Watch I don't know if you've seen the movie but he's the one that like oh the Apple Watch was his yeah I'm sure oh, like okay. he came up with the idea the concept of a watch being like a smartwatch yeah not a smartwatch but like a watch that was like different to other watches and yeah I mean I've got Apple Watch I got it as a gift but this is fucking sick, you know. You should, you should like, you should get Apple Watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm still on the Samsung. Like, it's. Have you got a Samsung watch? Yeah, and uh, no, uh, yeah, Samsung watch and Samsung phone. But oh, right. slowly, but surely, I'll be, I'll be entering the compound. Yeah, man. 
This is actually sick though because it measures my sleep and stuff. Yeah. Which is fucking sick. You get to see your heart rate and stuff. The name Fifth Strain. Yeah. Is there any kind of meaning behind it? No. Because <laughs> it's a it's a it's a pretty sick name. Is it? Do you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I appreciate that. No, no, it's it's a pretty sick name and it's got it's got a certain power to Fifth it. Fifth Strain clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. got a certain oomph behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You know what it is? When you want to start a clothing brand, oh my god, the hardest thing is actually finding a name because every name that you come up has been taken. Yeah. If you think about a general name, like let, let's say like um, right now we can talk about like uh, Los Angeles clothing, that'd be taken. Like you literally go and Google, there'd be a clothing brand with a name like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Every single name has been trademarked, taken. So the come up with a name is like almost impossible which also sounds half decent do you know what i mean yeah and originally i was thinking about like put my name my second name whatever i was like allow that i'm just gonna just let me just like um start a brand first not worry about perfecting it beforehand and then i was just making a list of uh, names and then fifth strangers came out to be um decent do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and i just kind of went with it i i have a notion i'm like for so long that i tried to think too much into something and not doing not getting anything done yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah. so it was like perfect oh i gotta perfect the name i gotta perfect my logo i gotta do this perfectly and then i'll spend so much time on it and then i'll eventually just give up on it because you're you're just Mm -hmm. wasting time thinking instead of just doing it and then worrying about because i can always change the name if i build a brand and it becomes successful and i'm like the, the name is shit i can always change it do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The brand's still there. Um, because you're the one building it. Yeah, it's already built. You've got the people buying it every month. So why would I change the name constantly before even having a customer? Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, quite silly. And if you think about it, like the Lazy Talk, the podcast, if we get to the point where it's like massive, all right, and I think about before, before I even starting about the name shit, why the fuck would that matter because i can if i've built the people watching and it's blew up then i can always change it yeah because the people are still behind the p uh, behind the, the brand brand who started it yeah, right there you go and it's like um facebook changed they changed the metaverse and it at the time when i first changed everyone was like Ooh, whatever it don't matter because it has the the brand the brand has the people the people go where the brand goes that's so, that's yeah that's so true and like before you, before we embark on a, like a restaurant or, or like a, you know what I mean, a property business. Yeah. What, what The name is fucking useless. It doesn't fucking matter. It matters how good your food is. It, it properties, it matters how good your portfolio is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I was too busy thinking about the per- perfecting the outside bit while people don't give a fuck about. They care about the inside bit. They care about what the fuck, what your product is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They care about the, the what you've done, the actions that you've taken with that company kind of thing in it. I think though Apple is such a mad name, even though it's so simple, it actually represents the the company. Apple is the name, so simple. The The products within it as well is so simple. It's like they did it so perfectly, I think. Even yeah. Tesla. Tesla is of Nik- Nikolai Nicholas, Tesla. Electric car company. Very simple. Yeah. Right. The name is important though. I'm not going to say it's important, but 
but it's not the end or end of everything. No, you can have the best name in the world, but your business or whatever you're doing could be shit. You can have such a banging name of a restaurant, but your food can be like garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I get, I get you. But you can have like a horrible name of quality stuff. No one would give a fuck about the name because people go to a restaurant to have the best food in it. So, what kind of clothing have you... I would say, as you can, if people can see, I wear oversized clothing, heavyweight. Yeah. And I want to morph it into just oversized, heavyweight cotton clothing. Um, and just kind of go into that direction of having oversized, bringing like the old vintage style back. If you notice, like in the past, everything was baggy. I, I, I love like the baggy sweatshirts and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, so it's like bringing that back. I mean, I know there's a lot of oversized stuff. I mean, you've got oversized yeah. t-shirt in it. Do you yeah. like wearing oversized clothes? Yeah, is I that do. yours or? I oh, know it's accurate, but I, I yeah. like. It. <laughs> yeah, so I wear like a lot of oversized clothing, so I always wanted to morph it into oversized, but heavyweight. Now a lot of oversized t-shirts are very thin. I want like a heavyweight, thick material. My idea, my original idea, was to have like a sweatshirt type t-shirt. Okay. I remember writing it down like, like a few years ago. I think that was like a good concept, and like baseball jackets. Like vintage oh, okay. baseball jackets. Yeah. I thought those look slick. I've got one at home. I remember like um, using that as an example to... I remember buying it and going like, yo, that's such a sick jacket. But you know what happened? As I got older, I stopped caring about the wearing cool stuff. Or, yeah. So I've got a, like a... I've got this uh, massive um, two... Um, like a rail. Yeah. two Like with two rails. Like yeah. six foot rail. Bunch of clothes, bunch of jackets, never worn. Because I just stopped. I, I've just got to the point where I stopped caring about how good my attire is and shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but those were the stuff I have in that rail were like my designs of how I was going to morph the clothing brand into it. So when Fifth Strain came out, I have to go back into that and like pin, pin, pinpoint what my original idea was and kind of like bring that to life. Because I know I can do it. Um. And I'm going to have a laugh with it. I'm not going to pressure myself, though. That's one thing I'm not going to do is pressure myself. This is like, let it come naturally, in it. Hey, what's, what's driving you now? What's driving me now to fifth string? Yeah. Um, I think I would say um, one thing. So right now, the T-shirt I have on, I think the, the, the feeling of like wearing your own shit is pretty dope, in it? Like, imagine that, like... That, that is a pretty sick... Um, like sick way to think yeah, yeah when you go out you're wearing your own shit that's sick yeah, i'd love that idea of like i don't know you created it and you're repping it that excites me you know what i mean that excites yeah. me like these socks i got on out of that socks imagine if they were fifth strain socks that would excite me um just having things that you're repping that's just your brand only yeah and i think that is like instead of wasting money on like nike adidas you waste money on samples for your own brand that's sick, innit? That that's because people that's spend a lot of money cool. on clothes, where they can send the same amount of money getting a sample for their own brand. Is that something? I I feel like I get this from you that you want something of a legacy. Like you want to build something, not just like for one year or five years into the future, but nah. you want something that lasts a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to leave something behind the net like yeah do you know what i mean i yeah. want to create something where like it's still alive whatever you do and 
uh, no matter what happens it's like i don't know you, you lived a life where like you did something that it's not even that i show people man like even just the 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 feeling you would get if you were in your own shit you know what i mean imagine like you have your own type of watch you, uh, yeah. you would like you'd be like yo you're seeing this what even if you have like zero sales the the feeling of knowing you see this that you watch, created that's something that, this is my watch you know what i mean that is exciting that is like everyone could re- everyone should, everyone can relate to that as well and like you know when you bake a cake and it's fucking sick cake you want to show everyone in it because i fucking did that it's the same thing with a business or whatever you, you're like i don't know i was speaking to like um somebody that owns a restaurant and i was asking him like yo when you go in with your wife and kid are you not excited that when you sit down you're looking around like yo this is my shit and he was like yeah but sometimes i get annoyed because they bring too much food <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> but like idea like ideas are that when you walk in somewhere it's yours that's pretty fun man do you know what i mean like that's, that's so cool to think about i never thought of it until yeah. you said it but you're like you're you walk right. in you walk into your house yeah you, you look around the people that you've got are paying your rent that's not theirs but you walk in you know this is mine yeah that, yeah it's like that feeling like every time we go to a restaurant have, we sit down we just eat the food and go on it imagine walking in and you see the stuff you're paying them wage you, you look around everyone like i don't know it's just a, a vibe in it like you sit with your family right and that, that's so and cool like, though isn't it it just be sick man like it's not just about money you, you've created something cool and then also and also when you see the smiles of other people eating the food you you create that yeah that's sick in it that, that's that's sick that is that's actually so you're cool. creating jobs for people that's also sick you're making them happy that's also sick you know what i mean like i think business is more than just money man there's also so many people that can benefit from it in a nice way yeah in an inspiring way like when i when i speak to the guy who owns a restaurant it inspires me you know it inspires me to want to do something like that you know um when i watch podcasts i'm inspired you know everything's not just about them making money like people are inspired by stuff people are inspired by your podcast what we speak about is can be inspiring to people there's like a lot more than just creating it creating it for cash even though that's a bonus but yeah you know, I, I think when you do something for yourself and because it's something that you want to do mm-hmm. the things like making money off of it and all of that i mean obviously it'd be cool to make money off it but that kind of falls to the bottom of the pile yeah you know what i mean 100 i feel like money um i need money to pay for your bills and all that to get rid of the stress that's what i said like i've got a goal of like passive income i want where i can just quit my job but i know after that getting that i can just create anything i want after yeah and it won't be for money because then i've got the passive income to pay for everything yeah so whatever business i do after that i won't care about the money it would just be strictly about making it come to life making something cool you know what i mean yeah so i'm like i'm envious of like um like the rock he's in a position where money's not a problem so when he creates like the tequila brand the um, the energy drink he's having fun with it bro because he doesn't need money do you know Uh, what i mean yeah 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 these people they're just having fun like let me start a tequila brand that's all i don't need money i've got fucking millions in the bank why the fuck does he need more money 
he's just creating stuff and the bonus because he does it in a very positive way because he's not stressing about money constantly innit? yeah so when it comes to investing 10 million down he doesn't care he's like yeah here you go i've got a hundred of the millions in the bank so when he puts a 10 million in he does it so chill and relaxed the company blows up because he does it in a nice cool way yeah and same with his zoa energy drink it's blown up and um i, I love people like that because they're creating stuff and it's just like that the money's a bonus to them because they know they don't need any more money do you know what i mean yeah have you always had this creative streak to you even when you're growing up nah i don't know i don't think so i think i think i always like more, i did always watch youtubers and see what we're doing yeah and i was always like kind of wanting something similar like, did you mess around with like making like youtube videos and stuff when you were young i did i did a youtube video like three years ago okay i did like uh um i actually speak about like starting like, like golden brand kind of thing it was three years ago i did two videos and i kind of just let it go um but i always wanted to do something um something creative you know i don't know what the fuck was i'm not talented or anything um and i was saying i'm not i haven't created anything as of yet fucking which is sick but i know eventually like i am going to create something which is gonna be uh decent um but i've taken so many l's as well though fuck me i did a youtube video and i i started it and i stopped after like a month yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean so i took a big l because i was like all fucking like going for it and all this shit and yeah. then i just decided to stop i was like fuck this is ending for me yeah because i wasn't ready but i didn't stop i didn't go oh fuck i decided to start the fucking podcast and fucking like say fuck it again let's yeah. go again second go but yeah. not second go because you know your L's and only you know your fucking L's yeah no one else fucking knows your L's so like if you if you know what it's like to take an L and come back you're gonna do it again once you take another L yeah because it's like second nature and that. yeah I think it's just that feeling or like knowing that no matter how tough things get mm-hmm. you can get back up and keep going mm-hmm. no matter what you know what I love though do you know Logan Paul He's a fucking sick example of yeah. someone in this generation coming back from L's. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because that Tokyo video should have been the end of his fucking career. This geezer is a fucking genius, you know. He's like, I think he's going to be a billion in the future. But yeah, that video should have been like, he should have just stopped right there and then. Do you know like people like Sam Pepper? Remember Sam Pepper? Yeah. You don't even hear about him anymore, do you? Remember that video you did, the prank, where he tried to pretend to kill someone? Yeah. He After that, I don't know if you remember it, but... You don't even hear about people like that anymore because they do something stupid like that. Nobody gives a fuck about them after. Like Joe Weller, like, I mean, he's all right, but he's he used to be uh, popping back in the day. I've heard, I've heard of him as well. Yeah, so Joe Weller, he lost the case, uh, yeah, yeah, boxing oh, fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after that, he's never been the same since. But he's he's okay, but he's never been the same since because an L can get to people, and uh, taking a loss like that can get to people. And Logan Paul going through that fucking loss and still coming back fighting KSI, losing that fight and still going back, fighting Floyd Mayweather, like the greatest boxer of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like this guy is mad. He's on a mission. People like that are on a fucking mission. They don't, they don't let the scenario at that moment determine their future. No. They just fucking use it as fuel to come yeah. back even stronger. And yeah. like, imagine like something like talking what happened to him imagine that happened to you that the whole world tells you you're a fucking moron that you should fucking die with what you just did publicly in it how yeah. the fuck do you come back from that bro 
how the like I'll, I'll get upset if one person told me yo your podcast is fucking shit I'll be like yo chill imagine like the whole world telling you that what you're doing what you've done is fucking stupid and I hope you fucking die and to still that, come back that's pretty mad isn't it that is crazy isn't it and he talks about it as well the people that kind of stood behind him mm-hmm. and like, did you see him on flagrant flagrant uh, uh, yeah I did yeah, yeah. yeah. He talks about how that changed him and coming back from that. Did you did you hear him talk about True Jordy where The Rock disappointed him? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was quite sad. Yeah, that was quite sad. I mean, I guess like, what do you do in that situation, right? Like, because The Rock's kind of built something up. And then I think what's more kind of sad and almost two-faced is, the, is just him hit, hit, hitting him up back again. Like, nothing happened. If you notice as well, Logan Paul he still feels that pain. So when he messaged him and the way he was describing it, he yeah. still feels that till this day, even though he's obviously doing bits now, that moment in his life, he will never, he's never going to forget it. He's bounced yeah. back from the L, but you can tell even then, like when he was saying about, it, you could tell that he was really upset. It's in his mind, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's in his mind. Even if he tries to forget it, he knows that that period in his life was fucked. Like only like he would understand that though. Yeah. But it was like, it was sad though when I, when I was listening to that and he was saying like, he, he was like his hero in it. And oh, fuck. Yeah, he did say, yeah. That's yeah, imagine so like, deep. Imagine like being asked to remove all the videos that you have with your hero because of what you just did. And it's like, that's not, that's gonna hurt. Oh, yeah. You've already got the whole world telling you to fuck off and like, you know what I mean? And like, but um, he's doing bass now though, man. Like he's got his own, um, I don't know if you know, like, the NFT project that he does and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting a lot of people buying into it as well. Yeah. Smart. Like him and his brother. Yeah, Jake Paul as well. Yeah, yeah. They've got a mad fuel to them, man. People hate on them, but they, they're doing bits, man. They're doing bits. Yeah, I mean, not gonna lie. I think the people hating on them, they're just jealous. I don't think they get it. Yeah. Like, I think it's because they aspire to be that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, you're already saying... Like on on in social media and Insta and all of that, mm-hmm. you're always seeing them flex and the good times. Mm-hmm. Like obviously to get there, they've worked 100 insanely. You know, um, after Jake Paul won his uh, boxing mm-hmm. fight, he said he went on holiday and he hasn't taken a holiday ever till then. Like Logan Paul as well. Yeah. Like they had, they worked, they worked nonstop to get where they are. Crazy work ethic. Like you can't, you can't help but admire that work ethic in someone that young as well. Because when once you get money, you can stop your work ethic. You don't. Yeah. People like them, money isn't the driving force to them. It's just like the next thing, the next thing, the fucking next thing. It's like why would he fight KSI and decide to then fight Floyd Mayweather? Like you must be deluded in your head. You've got all the money in the world. Like, why would you want to go up again? It's that grind, isn't it? It's it's a mentality where, like, you... I don't know, man. Just I don't know how to keep, describe. Keeping pushing, keeping on pushing yourself. Keep, yeah, to the fucking limits. There's, like, he could have fought so many other people, but Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is, like, so mad. People don't realize how mad that is. That is fucking crazy. He's a fucking YouTuber. He's a, he's a YouTuber that fought Floyd Mayweather in a boxing fight. And, and he did WWE. You see that? Yeah. Mad. And 
Liverpool didn't get knocked out either, did he? No, no, no. He yeah. went the distance. Wait, was it distance or stoppage? No, it, it went distance. Eight rounds. Even that, actually, fucking hell. Sky's the limit, innit? Yeah. It's not just like you doing the podcast. You're not going to limit yourself to just the yeah. podcast. Like you can you can do all the fuck you want if you put your mind to it, innit? Yeah, I think. Like, that, to me, is interesting, man. But you know what the maddest thing is, though? Um, these people, they look like they're having crazy times. I think it's all perception. They only show that on purpose, I think, to make their opponents or whatever seem like they're like not in the grind. Yeah. But like, it could I be think that. behind yeah. cameras... It's non-stop hard work. Non-stop craft, yeah. They seem so chilled in their interviews. They seem like uppy and stuff. Bro, I'm, I guarantee you behind cameras, they're fucking grafting. Must be. Because I think showing that is a bit like... Sometimes you don't want to show that, innit? Yeah. You want to just keep that to yourself so people don't really... Um, people underestimate you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes yeah, Sometimes yeah. you want people to underestimate you so when you do something new, they're like, where the fuck did that come from? Kind of thing. So then like, if you're always showing that you're grinding, people expect you to do bits, innit? Yeah. But if, you ju- if you just keep it quiet and you, and you do something massive, people are like, fuck, where the fuck did that come from? That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think they kind of do it on purpose, but who knows? Well, we've been recording for like an hour and a half. Shit. Should I wrap up? Yeah, yeah, let's wrap yeah. up, bro. But no, I'm loving what you're doing with the brand and the podcast. I appreciate I that, man. Fucking hope it blows up. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I hope your podcast too, man. I hope this is yeah, like a nice podcast. Just keep keep going in it. Yeah. But no. Sky's the limit, man. Sky's yeah. the limit. But no, thanks for thanks for doing this. Appreciate that. No problem. All right. Bye guys. See you It's just gonna be on YouTube. Uh yeah, this yeah, I'll be putting this oh, on. Oh well YouTube. fucking subscribe and we're gonna share oh. it on Lazy Talk. Yeah. All that. Uh like, share, subscribe, the whole nine yards. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Peace.